Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Nation, and welcome to the 411 Lounge. I am LeVar, and it sounds so good to say that because I've been away from this thing for about, oh goodness, nine months. And what better way to come back than to come back with great friends to the show. And as I said, you know, when I decided to come back, one of the first things that I want to do, because I've seen it on Twitter, and I'm heard about it on different web pages and everything else, was to call up two great friends to the show and people who are making now their multiple uh, appearance here on the 411 Lounge. Of course, that is none other than, uh, I don't know, I guess as a tag team, I guess, uh, I would call them, of course, the ladies who make up Team BJ. And uh, that would be none other than the lovely adult stars, Siri and Sarah J. And Sarah J is going to join us shortly, but Siri is here. And Siri, how are you doing? Hey, I'm wonderful. <laughs> now, there's a lot of stuff here that I, you know, I've got like, it's so funny here. If you if you take a look at my like studio right now, and I think uh, I've got Sarah here on the other line. I'm actually going to bring her up. Wonder, welcome to live radio. We're going to actually see this. And Sarah, is that you? It is me. Fantastic. We got everybody accounted for now. You know, I was telling people I was actually going to have a threesome, but I did not imagine it was going to be this way. But uh, <laughs> if only I had a studio. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm the, I am the envy of every guy right about now. So, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Sarah. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. Now, first things first, and we're going to talk about the big thing here that's going on with the both of you. And, of course, this is with uh, uh, the current thing that you have going on on your sites with Team BJ. Now, for those of you who have been living under a rock, if one <laughs> of you can actually explain, because uh, I, I can't explain. I, you, I would rather hear it from you, and, and when you do, just please say it slowly. I'd like to hear this while I'm, like, fantasizing. So go ahead and explain the concept of uh, Team BJ to us. You want to, want to take turn, Sarah? Yeah, you go first. <laughs> All right. So basically, to support World Cup 2014, we've promised that we will give blowjobs to all both of our Twitter followers, so me and Sarah's Twitter followers collectively, which is, like, over 500,000. Um, we will give... We will offer them all blowjobs if one of the four teams that we've chosen wins. And, Sarah, I guess if you want to say the four teams. Yeah, we're supporting England, Brazil, USA, and Germany. And I think right yeah. now England is teetering on the part of not being on that list anymore. That's, yeah, that's looks like England is out. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in the car all day, so I don't know what's been going on in soccer, soccer world. 
But that's what I've heard is that England might be out. England's yeah. not so hot, but we still have hope in Germany and Brazil. Yeah, you know, that's why we <laughs> take four teams, because we really want to give head. We really do. We, I really love giving blowjobs, and I think we're both super excited about it. Yeah, totally. Now, we, you know, I did this two years ago with Angelina Castro for um, the Miami Heat for the NBA championship. And, you know, obviously the Miami Heat won, and we fulfilled our promise. We offered blowjobs to all our followers, and we filmed it and had a great time. And, of course, people can it, actually, if they don't believe that, because they're going to be like, well, I wasn't there to see that. There's actually video proof, and there's actually a DVD where you can actually watch there that. Is. You can pick that up at officialteambj.com. Yes, you can. See, see I, I know all of this because I follow the both of you, and I'm huge fans, so I know that that's uh, one thing that if you want to know what the experience is like, and I wish I was there, if you want to know what the experience was like, you can watch the DVD. But Why weren't guess, you there? You, you know what? I, I don't know. Now, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I, I know. I, know. I, I, I don't know. I, I now, I, I, I guess I forgot the memo, didn't get the memo. I didn't get a call from you, Sarah. Right? That's why. Well, now you've had two years to sit and think about it. And, you know, we're doing it for the World Cup, so you got to get on board. TV day. Yeah. Now, from, and kind of going off the uh, beaten path here. Now, from what I understand, now are you headed to Chicago soon? Yes, I will be in Chicago for the Chicago Exotica Expo, and um, that is July 11th, 12th, and 13th uh, over by the airport in Roselawn. Uh, Roselawn? Yes, I believe Rosemont. it's Roselawn. Rosemont. Rosemont. Thank you. It's Rosemont, <laughs> Indiana, for New to Pop in the following week, and Rosemont. Chicago, Illinois, for that week. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll be there. I'll be there so you can actually uh, give me a belated gift when I get there. Oh, that's so sweet. That's not the way it works. It was an event, and you missed it. Like, you know, like a birthday or something. You you missed it. I can't say I didn't try. I'll tell you Kudos what, well, I'll, collect for, well, I'll collect for this year because the World Cup will be over by then. So I'll collect for this right. year when I see you out there. Oh, no, you better show up on the date that we have our event, mister. <laughs> <laughs> There's no exceptions for you. Come on, now, you've now been here. This, is now, this will now be your third appearance here on the 411 Lounge. I can't get, like, one favor in there. <laughs> You know what? I could give you, I give you like a line pass. I could give you like a line pass. So you could like skip some people. You could like give you like front a of skip, the line pass, skip. like like you're yeah, in like Disneyland. Right, like a skip with like a fast track or something. You skip like a hundred thousand people or something. <laughs> you could have like, can it just be one outside of the area? Like you know, like a special like. Um, Beyond, well, I, I tried. We'll, we'll talk about this at a later t- <laughs> time. <laughs> we're, defi- we're definitely going to have to have a talk about that. And, I think I should have people start a Twitter contest to, like, tweet, at least give LeVar the first one. I don't know, something. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I guess in all of this, how did the both of you manage to team up on this? Did one person call the other and say, hey, you know what? World Cup's coming around again. How about you do this? Or how did this how did this whole thing come to pass with the both of you? 
Well, you know, like I said, I did this a couple years ago with Angelina and um, kind of wanted to do something similar again for um, Team BJ for the World Cup. And so, you know, Angelina's not really into soccer and stuff, and we were definitely looking for uh, a new new team member. And um, I really like Siri. Like, she, you know, I'm, I'm speaking right now because I wanted to give Siri these I really like, like you, I, too. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Siri. I really think that, you know, she's like new blood and um, she's got a great attitude and she's really positive and super fun. And I like her and I like her fans. And I think that we'll have fun together. I thought it would be a great, you know, idea to pick Siri to be the next team DJ partner. Hell, yeah. And I'm... I'm really excited to be part of it. I'm very gung-ho. I like well, that about you. That's probably one of my favorite things about you is your enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I guess here, if it were possible where your combined Twitter reach, like we said, that's about a little over 500,000 people. If everybody decided yeah. to cash in, are you two really prepared to do 500,000 <laughs> People. I'm completely ready. Like, I'm completely ready. Like, the logistics are not quite clear, you know, obviously how we're going to do this, but I'm down. Yeah, logistically, I'm like, you know, we'll worry about that once we know who a winner is, but I'm pretty sure I've given about, you know, close to that amount of blowjobs over the course of my porn career alone. (laughs) (laughs) So... So it'll be kind of the same thing, just a little, you know, more more compressed into a shorter amount of time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I'm always it's up like for the, a challenge. Yeah, and it's like the numbers are mind-boggling because I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, if everybody just all of a sudden, like, went to where you were at to receive their prize, you guys would have to pretty much rent out a stadium, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, like I said, the list complicated. I'm not really sure. I've had a lot of different, um, like, I've actually been taking notes and trying to figure out how we're going to work it out. But we'll make it happen regardless. Like, don't, if anybody knows me, I do what I say I'm going to do. Like, that's for sure. You do. You're a woman of your word. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make it work. Uh, Okay. You You guys will make this work. Now, going into this whole thing, though, now, were the both of you, like, soccer fans for a long time or were you just recently really following soccer at all? Um, yeah, well, you know what? I, I've never actually, I'm, I'm not in general, like a huge sports person, but if, if I'm going to watch a sport, I actually, I really enjoy watching soccer. And I was actually in Spain, um, for a, a college trip when they won the world cup recently at the last one and it was just super exciting and I kind of got World Cup fever over there and so it's really cool to be doing this now so yeah I for would me say, I, I don't I sorry go ahead like this way with theory. no I agree like I've never really been a huge sports fan at all to be honest with you like I'm not like against it and I'm definitely I just I'm an only child so I was never exposed to sports I um, don't have a dad who likes sports or anything like that, and no brothers, sisters, cousins, nothing like that. And so um, Team BJ, the first round with NBA, was my first real exposure to basketball, to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, you 
know, living in Miami, you kind of, um, you know, it's definitely a basketball city, so you kind of get, like, the basketball fever in general. But then having Team BJ where I was, like, up on the games and, like, paying attention to who's winning and stuff, and then watching ESPN the next day, I really started to get into basketball. So, like, over the past two years, I've actually become quite a basketball fan. Like, I really enjoy basketball. I watch it all the time. I watch ESPN all the time. So I'm kind of hoping that World Cup Team BJ will do the same thing for me. You know, That's like awesome. I, yeah, I had no clue. I don't have any clues about the the rules or anything, but just having it um, in conversation and talking to people about it, I've been learning about it. People are telling me all kinds of information. I get to ask questions, you know, like, why is there only one break? <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it's cool. It's a, it's, throw some blowjobs in there and you're going to get me to learn about anything. I was just going to say, if nothing else, it's an awesome excuse to give a lot of blowjobs. There you go. I agree. Now, I was going to ask you, though, now for the both of you, uh, since you now started watching this, do you, besides the four teams that you have on your list, do you have any personal preferences to who you're cheering for during the World Cup? For me, not yet. Like, I don't really, I don't, I mean, like, I think the four teams that we picked are pretty good enough, but, like, I don't have um, personal preferences yet, but maybe, you know, after watching soccer for a couple years, maybe I'll get it. I do have to say, though, like, I have to put this out there because this surprised the shit out of me. When we played uh, the Black Stars the other day, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, the followers on Twitter that were Black Stars fans were very, very aggressive. <laughs> like, I don't know if you came across that, Jerry, but, like, of course, I think, you know, it was the USA, I think, playing against um, Black Stars. And, yeah, I posted a picture and was like, yay, go Team BJ USA. And I got all, like, hate tweets back from Black Star fans that were like, fuck you, bitch. They were, like, really angry. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, oh, my goodness. I, you know, yeah, I got perfect. I got a little bit of that, but, yeah, it's so hard to keep up with the feed because sometimes it just blows up with responses to to things, and I don't, like, see all of them. But yeah. my Twitter feed <laughs> definitely blew up the other day, too. Well, see, these people, they uh, take their soccer seriously. They do. <laughs> they do. Like, for me, it's just, like, fun and games. Like, I'm just interested in it, and I think this is, like, some, like exciting hobby to – you know, adopt. But, yeah, these teams are living and dying by the flags. <laughs> <laughs> now, it with, does get pretty intense. <laughs> now, I was going to say, now with the World Cup, I mean, of course, that only lasts for a few weeks, but I'm just going to peek inside the future here. Now, have the both of you already started to maybe think about any future Team BJ events for, like, different sporting events or for different sports? Oh, my goodness. For me, as far as the first Team BJ, it took so much out of me um, as far as, like, the campaign, the organizing, the actual doing. It took me two years to, you know, really feel like I could – 
pull off another one. So I'm just really focused on this Team BJ right now and not even thinking about another one. Like, let's see how this does first. Like, you know, after five, after 500,000 blowjobs, I might die. We can't, we can't. Yeah, too far. <laughs> <laughs> let's try to get through this one first because it looks like there we might win. We might, like, yeah, it looks like Germany might win. So we might actually, you know, have to actually do this and, Let's see what how what kind of condition my body is in after five hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, yeah, you're a trooper doing it a second time. I mean, this is my first one, and I'm just like taking it, you know, as it comes. Yeah. So, I, no, I definitely haven't thought about another one in the future either. Yeah. It's like we're baking okay. a pie. You know, you don't think about the pie you're gonna bake. You know, next week you think about the pie you're baking right now. And how tasty it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming somewhere. <laughs> but with Team BJ, of course, the great thing out of this for the both of you is social media-wise, you guys have seen, like, a huge increase in followers who are, of course, interested in this, and, of course, we want to cash in. Yeah. So that brings up the whole thing now of social media because, you know, Times, and I know for you, for Siri, I mean, being in this uh, industry for a short time, but times have really, I think, changed, you know, especially over the last, like, 10, 15 years. Of course, then people didn't have Twitter. They could not reach the audience that they can reach now through that. How important has it been uh, for the both of you being active on social media pages such as Twitter or YouTube or uh, Instagram in regards to your followers and your brand actually being as popular as it is right now? Oh, it's completely indispensable. I mean, I can connect directly with a, a huge amount of my fan base just on Twitter alone. And I do use you know Instagram pretty heavily as well and, and other social networks. And it's it's just insane the amount of like how accessible I am to my fans because of that. And it's it's kind of necessary now because of how, you know, much piracy affects the industry. Um having a fan base and being able to connect with them on a personal level is is um I think one of the things that creates more of a sense of, you know, how I am as a person. And so fans want to support me, you know. It's, it, it, in a way, it helps kind of combat piracy, too. And I'm, I'm always, I've always been very outspoken against that. So, yeah. Absolutely. I completely agree with Siri, but also in addition, because I have been in the industry for almost 15 years, I have seen it change my career completely. Because when I started, the industry was run by basically like an old boys club. You know, um, the only people that <clears throat> got hired for scenes and got hired for, you know, any kind of position where they would be in the limelight were those that the heads of companies thought were attractive or the girls that the, their agents or their pimps or managers or boyfriends like shove them in their face or whatever. And social media now really allows the fans to speak. They, you know, they don't necessarily want to see the same people that the porn industry thought that they did, you know, and mm-hmm. it allows them to, to put the numbers where, where they want them. And, 
since social media, um, I have been able to have all kinds of business opportunities and social opportunities that I never would have been able to have before because people see that I'm actually liked. I have a fan base. Um, you know, numbers don't lie. It's, it's just the way it is. And if, you know, if you've been watching me since I started joining Twitter, you can see that my fan base is, like, greatly increased. And a lot of it has to do with my persona on Twitter, and people get to know my actual character. And I think that that adds to the fantasy as well. Yeah. You have an amazing fan base, Sarah. It's it's almost like a cult of Sarah J. (laughs) (laughs) My fans are very... The fans love you. They they love me like a big, giant teddy bear. It's great. It (laughs) is. It's great. Like... I, I um, and they're very vocal about it, and I'm very appreciative. I, I love all my fans too; they're great. Well, they love the both of you, and, and don't be modest, Siri. You know when you can call your group Syrians, you know that you have a bunch of followers too. <laughs> Legion, <laughs> yes, Legion of there Syrians. <laughs> and so, I guess too, with being available, quote unquote, through social media like that, what's been some of the pros and some of the cons on, I guess, that closeness with your followers or with your fans? Have you seen, you know, more of one thing than the other, or has it been kind of equal or more of a positive experience for the both of you? Um, well, for me, I mean, it's definitely, it's overwhelmingly positive. I mean, anyone who's someone in the public eye and on social media, it's like you're going to get Internet trolls and haters. And, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe like 1% of, of the crowd. So it's very easy to ignore. And I just, I just block people. <laughs> you know, yeah, I don't no, respond to the haters. I don't indulge them. I, I agree. I don't respond to the haters either. I definitely block them. Um, on a rare, rare, rare occasion, I might make an example out of somebody because a lot of people don't get to see the crap that I have to read. And I feel right. that even though um, these people make, like, zero difference in my life and as far as, like, the haters and, um, you know, I don't let them get under my skin, I, I also feel that a true fan should know exactly what I go through. <laughs> Yeah. You know? So, like, even and like, even though um, I would say ninety-seven percent of the time I just ignore people and block them. On a rare occasion, I will retweet some dumb shit that somebody said to me, just because if you read my timeline the way I get to read my timeline, you would be shocked. Like, every a lot of people just don't realize the the terrible things that people say and. The right. stupid things that people say. It's it's really incredible to me sometimes, honestly. And um, sometimes I think it's funny, too. Like, sometimes I repost the stuff because I think it's funny. Like, wow, you wish somebody would say stupid stuff. I do that sometimes, too. Like, if it's just so yeah. dumb where it's like, wow, I can't even, like, I don't even have words. Sometimes I'll retweet one of, it. One of, my, <laughs> one of the funniest things to me is, like, when somebody, I post a picture and somebody posts, oh, my God, you've lost so much weight. You look like a crackhead. And then somebody posts right underneath that, or right after that, they're like, oh, my God, you're so fat. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's hilarious. 
So, I mean, there's definitely, like, all that kind of stuff. It allows you to be in connection with your fans to such an extent that um, you cannot you cannot pay attention to everything that they say, you know? Oh, yeah. You, you have to realize that a lot of times you're speaking to a 12-year-old boy that lives in India, you know? Like, this isn't even somebody that's from the same culture you are. They're probably using a right. translator, you know, like, I try to, like, every time somebody really irritates me, I'm like, Sarah, calm down. Yeah, that's definitely, like, a 12-year-old boy from India who, you know, he doesn't even know what your day is like or what your life is like or anything. Can't even fathom it, you know, like, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> no, pretty much they think that you have time just for them. And when you don't answer it, then that's when they get all pissy and butthurt about it. And, fellas... One quick thing. With yeah, with some people it is kind of personal yeah. like that. And I was gonna say for the fellas, one quick thing, please. I can speak for these ladies, and, and I'm pretty sure this happens because with everyone from the adult entertainment industry, I always talk to. Sending a picture of your dick is not. <laughs> it's it's so like two years ago. Stop it. Well, you know the thing is is. My my biggest pet peeve is when guys have their dick as their avi on Twitter. Oh God! Because yeah, in my in like first of all, I will I will mark you as spam and block you because I can't you can't be an active participant in my Twitter timeline with your dick hanging out. You can't. I can't. <laughs> can't no, that, that's the way I see it. Because like if you message me, you can't expect me to reply. You can't expect me to retweet. You can't expect me to do anything but read your message because I am not gonna. Explode, expose all my followers to your penis. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and and with you having your dick pic in your as your avi, you're just walking around in public, like at the grocery store, with your dick hanging out. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> it's or, totally it's, weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very the, strange. I was gonna say those would be the same ones that were right somewhere in their timeline. Yes, I'm spending time with the kids today, and you're like, really? <laughs> you see what you have right? as your picture. That is yeah. that always is just makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, a lot of guys that have dick pics is their Abby. I look at their timeline, and they message every single star they've ever thought of, and it's like, follow me, I want to totally. fuck you. Follow me, I want to fuck you. <laughs> like, every message, they, they copy and paste it. It's like, it's really creepy. Whenever I, when I get a fan who does that, where they just tweet the same damn thing at every single porn star they can find, I just block them. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I block. There, I block there are various reasons that I will block people on Twitter, and that's one of them. But any guys who want to send me dick pics, or they're like, you know, follow me back, and then they'll DM me and and ask, or like just send a dick pic. I don't even look at it, and I just tell them go to snapgirls.com/siri, <laughs> like join my Snapchat thing, and then I'll look at your dick pic. <laughs> then you're paying for the privilege. <laughs> Another thing I don't really understand that follows along with dick pics is the fact that guys always want you to tell them what their dick looks like. Like, they want you to ju- make a judgment on their dick. Like, why do you want me to make a judgment on your dick? Like, don't you know? we're like, professional I'm... dick touchers. Right. But, like, if I'm going to make a judgment on your dick, it's probably not going to be what you want to hear because I've seen more bigger ones than most average girls have. That's like, true. you probably want to ask somebody that is you're interested in, like, for real, in real life, like the girl who lives down the street or something. Yes. Feelings will be hurt <laughs> if you try and do that. It's like they're opening up a Pandora's right? box. Like, you're, not, you're probably not going to impress me, like, uh, likely. 
They'll learn. I'm in I'm in the pretty like pretty penises that are like very like smooth and nice and attractive looking and I don't care so much about size but and any guy who sends me a dick pic and gets like a very neutral or just like nice reply usually it's, they don't have an incredibly gorgeous penis. But guys know when I when I think their penis is attractive because I get super excited. (laughs) I think it's very strange, but I also think that's partially my age. I'm 36, and I think sending pictures of your junk, whether you're a girl or a guy, to somebody that you don't know is weird. (laughs) And and yes, there's a lot of weirdos. So yes. (laughs) Anybody that's in my life, like, and they send me pictures of their tits, pussy, dick, ass, whatever, it's because I've already been there, and they're like, hey, remember me? I would never, like, I don't even understand why somebody would send you that when you've never seen their stuff before and they're a stranger. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. It's weird to me. But like I said, I feel like I'm out of touch a little bit because there's plenty of people out there sending dick pics to strangers, and yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So with that fun of social, with that fun of social media, I guess uh, one of my questions is, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Now, not counting each other's because I know the answer that you're going to give, but not counting each other's and not counting your own. What are some of your favorite pages to follow on Twitter? Oh, um, that's hard. <laughs> it's not really that it's hard. Not like I've heard that before. But go ahead. I I actually I sift through my Twitter on a regular basis. I'm a list girl. I like list on Twitter, so I sift through my Twitter on a regular basis to make lists. Um, some of my favorite um, ones to follow: DJ Lad. Um, I, I follow DJ Lad. I follow um, Inflex We Trust. I follow Rodimus Prime, who is a blogger. Um, Kanye's Breast, who is another blogger. Both like both comedians, both bloggers. Um, Connie's breast is a chick and she also is puts out recipes sometimes so she's funny and a blogger and she puts out recipes and then Rodimus Prime he blogs about everything from you know TV shows to porn to sports so he's real funny yeah I I really narrow my tweets down by using lists and then whatever I'm feeling like you know, looking at what I look at it makes it a little easier for me I, I don't I follow a lot of porn people but I don't really – I use it for, like, just general information just in case I need to know something's going on in the industry. <laughs> you know, like, I follow Porn Law. Like, Porn Law is Michael Fatarasi, who is, um, like, yeah. a big legal advisor in the adult industry. So I follow him, and I follow Mike South, and those two give me, like, most of my porn information that I need. Wow. <clears throat> so those are some of my favorites. Are you still trying to think of a list here? Or you well, you know, it? I, I, I follow so many people on Twitter because I, you know, usually if a fan asks really nicely or if they're a member of my site, I follow them back. So I follow mm-hmm. back a lot of fans, and then there's all the people I know in the industry that I follow, and then there's all the like production companies I follow. So the list is pretty freaking huge. And if I look at my feed of all the people I follow, it moves so fast that I, I hardly ever just like look at it and just read it. I mostly read. Yeah my you know my notifications or mentions of me um so i can't i can't really you know, say that there's anyone that I'm i particularly have to show you how to use more list. than another i'll have to show you how to oh. use this so you can 
Because I was doing the same thing. I followed too many people, and then sometimes there's things that I want to be made aware of, and sometimes there's people's Twitter feeds that I'm very interested in. So I made these little lists, so that way I can, like, flip through them kind of quickly. It weeds out all the stuff that I really don't care about a little bit more. (laughs) I would say that... um, because I use Instagram a lot, and I tend to – I don't really do followbacks on Instagram because um, then I just get a whole bunch of random photos of shit. <laughs> so on Instagram, I really only follow things I'm specifically interested in, and usually they're not even, like, specific people or celebrities, although I do follow, like, uh, some of my favorite celebrities. I follow, like, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know. I'm obsessed with her. She's adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Rihanna. Um, but I oh, yeah, you like, have to follow Rihanna. It's a law. Like, it's a law. Yeah. I mostly follow, like, recipe accounts. So basically, like, healthy food porn on Instagram. <laughs> and I, I just Instagram, get, like, recipes I, for stuff. Like, on Instagram, I mostly follow fashion and girls with big asses. Like, if you're any kind of, like, Instagram ho with a big ass, I probably follow you. Or, um, like, any any kind of, like, fashion stuff. Like, I like cheap clothes, so I'm always looking for unique cheap clothes that I can buy online. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you'll, love a couple, you'll love a couple of new ones that I found. I'll have to share those with you. And, ladies and gentlemen, for the record, you do. You, do know, you do notice that throughout that whole thing that they just talked about, they did not mention my site at all. I'm so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fine. That's all right. I'll struggle Aww. along. You went to lines. Lines is boring, but that's okay. I'll 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 cry after the show's over, but that's all right. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other things that um, that you ladies are a part of, besides this whole thing, is that you ladies are a part of a special army, and that being the VNA army. And, of course, it's one of the most impressive stables of talent. Um, I think now four of you have been on this show. You two. Sonny Lane has been here. Angelina's been here. Still trying to get Vicky Vett. I don't think Vicky likes me. Every time I ask Vicky, she says no. But, uh, <laughs> but She's uh, a very busy woman. She has to she's take care of She's just incredibly girls. busy. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. Kid, I, kid. I, I don't really Vicky. know how she has time to sleep because on top of working – her career and taking care of all of our websites. She also Which is, is like, like a volunteer. Now, yeah. yeah, she's also a volunteer at animal shelters, and yeah. you know she she's got a really busy life that's very diverse and and very full and fruitful. I know I I can't I, I'm still trying to get Vicky, and she's one of the hardest gets to get. And I was just like, it's, it's ever. <laughs> so since you two have a little sway, you know, the next time you see Vicky, tell her, hey. Laura's trying to be get. He's been trying to get you for the longest time, so still <laughs> want to talk to her over here. And then I guess the other thing here, um, of course, the other big news that's going on within your industry right now uh, is, of course, the whole thing with AB fifteen seventy six, which is going on out there in California. Wanted to get you ladies' opinions on this because I've seen quite a few opinions from different adult stars across Twitter, uh, and now I guess coming up on June 25th, I do believe that's supposed to hit the uh, uh, Senate floor, uh, and they're going to be talking about that. But 
you know, a lot of, like I said, stars have opinions on that one. What are your feelings on that as this comes up here within the next week? I do not support it. I'm, I, I firmly believe that, you know, whether or not we want to wear condoms in a, in a scene should be wholly up to the performers. Yeah, I pretty much feel the same way. I mean, <clears throat> there's a, a lot of a lot of debate because, you know, first of all, we've got the issues of you know STDs and everything, health to be concerned about, and um, the validity of our tests, and you know, there's a little bit of that under discrimination, but. Overall, um, I feel exactly what Siri said. You know, it, it should be up to you to do what you want to do with your body, just like it always has been. Um, but the problem comes into play with the fact that a lot of condom porn doesn't sell as well to certain markets. Now, certain markets, condom porn is not a problem. But then there's mm-hmm. other markets where condom porn is not going to sell. And because condom porn is not going to sell, there's producers that produce for those markets that are not going to want to hire somebody if they want to use a condom. And that's where I have a problem because I feel that it should be up to the performer. My my one stipulation is that no matter what, whether you use a condom or not, I feel like we, we should all be tested within two weeks for sure. Regardless Absolutely. of a condom or not. Yeah, like even if you use a condom, you still need that test. Um, but, uh, I also feel that, you know, a lot of performers really need to be responsible for themselves a little bit more. And unfortunately, this industry, um, breeds that type of performer relationship, that type of person that is misguided and not necessarily responsible for themselves, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, but, like, for example, me, I don't really care what the condom laws are, to be honest with you, like, on a daily daily basis, because I'm going to do what I want to do regardless, keep it real, Mm -hmm. because, no, I am, I'm going to, I'm just, like, totally honest, because if I want to wear a condom, I will wear a condom, if I don't want to wear a condom, I won't wear a condom, Um, because this is my body, honestly, this is my body, and I you know, I get to make calls with shots. Like, I had a shoot this week, and I got tested. Um, my shoot was on, what, yesterday, yesterday, Wednesday? So I got tested on um, Friday, the following, the previous Friday, and I called the director, and I asked the director when my partner's test was, and it was within 30 days, and I said, that's not good enough for me. I'm going to pay for him to get a new test. I took that responsibility because he's going to put his penis inside me, and it's my vagina. You know, like, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, okay. I'm okay with that because that's what I want. That's the fuck industry standards. That's my vagina standard. Like, it doesn't matter to me what industry standards are. I'm going to put things in my body that I feel comfortable with. Yeah. But I feel like it definitely violates our First Amendment rights, you know, um, which is why you really can't support something like that even if you are for condoms. Like, even if I thought that we should all be wearing condoms, we should be wearing condoms on our own accord and not because the government is making us. Yeah. I agree. And you know what? Even if if this bill passes, 
I can tell you that the vast majority, the majority of companies filming in California will just go underground and they'll still shoot without condoms. It's just of all going to be completely will. underground and under the table because guess what? Most performers, <clears throat> I mean, well, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but most performers that I know on a personal basis prefer mm-hmm. not to work with condoms, especially yeah. most, most girls that I know, and it's solely because we're not having like – oh, you're at home with your boyfriend, let's have a quickie for 10 minutes. You know? We're yeah, talking no, guys not at all. Have we're having penises that are hours. far above average size, and we're having sex two times, one time for the stills and a second time for the video, and we're literally fucking for like an hour and a half straight. And it's not just like Wait. lazy in and out. It's like full-on 110% energy. And I'm sorry, but a vagina cannot – it's hard for a vagina to handle that without a condom. You put a condom on it, all that extra friction doesn't matter how much lube you use. It's mm-hmm. it's tough. <laughs> it's very And tough. you know that it brings back to the point of because we put so much stress on the condoms when you use a condom for a scene, you they definitely well you definitely have to make sure you have that test and that's one of the things I've always been concerned about is if we do go to condoms, will people start slacking on the test and you know you definitely right. not Black on the test and that would be a worse situation. Really bad. That would be a worse situation. When this whole like condom issue started coming about, I was dead set like against it. You know, which I still am, but I feel like it should be your option. But my reason for being dead set against it is I don't want people to stop like testing yeah. is key. If you would like yeah. the added protection of a condom, so be it. But testing is like super important because those condoms are not reliable whatsoever. I say we keep, I mean, the industry standard should be, you know, currently for most companies in, in California, it's 14 days. So the, the standard should really be 14-day tests and choice, performer choice, and, a, and I mean a real choice. Not like if you say you want a, a condom, then the company is going to be upset and possibly like try to blacklist you because you worked with a condom. It should be a genuine choice for the performer. Yeah. Absolutely. With no negative I mean, there's, repercussions. There's been times, uh, like I'm not going to lie, there's been times where I've gone to set and I know that I had a condom break on me on some personal sex within the past week. And I go to set and I really would like to say, hey, maybe we should use a condom today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, just, yeah. to, just to be on the safe side. And it's, it's not an insult to the person I'm working with. It's because I know that there may have been a little accident in the, you know, the past week or so. And um, I, I don't feel like I should be judged for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ladies kind of just about answered everything. But I, and it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not in the industry. You know, nobody's ever invited me, but that's fine. And I didn't get invited to that shoot yesterday. I'm used to it. So that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I guess it, I was going to say, is it kind of like a Pandora's box? Because now, you know, you have someone telling you, you know, it's not, you know, overseeing the industry. They're just passing something saying, hey, look, you got to do it. But they're telling you you got to do it. But, you know, they're still, it, it's going to cause for every action that they want to do, it could cause a rippled Reaction, like you said, somebody could get lazy and say, oh, you know what, well, now we're wearing condoms. So I feel, you know, even if I did have something, I've got a condom, you know, and it's going to, you know, cause them to get really lackadaisical when there was already strict guidelines in place. And I was reading some of the things on there, and I thought it actually made it a little bit less 
you know, than the standards that already were in a way. It all is just asking you is just to protect yourself. But I was like, but that should be your decision. And, you know, like you said, from a sales standpoint, there are people who, you know, who I talk to who don't like that when the performer's wearing a condom because they're like, well, you know, it's the whole thing of the fantasy thing. And they're like, well, if it's a fantasy thing, they're wearing a condom. That's not my fantasy, you know. So Right, there's, right, there's that too. But on the flip side of that argument, and like I said, I'm pro-option. Like, I don't feel like this law needs to be in effect for us, but I also feel like it should be your option. But on the yeah. flip side right. of that fantasy condom story, we also have to realize no matter what, no matter how much Charles Barkley didn't want to be a role model, guess what? He is. And no matter how much we don't want to be a role model, guess what? We are sexual role models. Mm -hmm. And it is good for us to make condoms more in our vocabulary, I feel. If, I feel, honestly, if people maybe saw people use condoms more often, like it wasn't odd or it wasn't strange and you were very, like that's just what you do. Like, you know, we all get up in the morning and we pee and brush our teeth. Like <laughs> you just put a condom. No, you see what I'm saying? Like if you just made it like yeah. routine, I feel like that would probably be a good idea. And we are, we're, we are role models. And But at the same time, I also feel what Siri said and that this, type of sex that we have is not conducive to condoms. It's really not. And not right. to mention, it's obviously, not. we're it's safer. But that's why I said, you know, it needs to be in the hands of the performer. So, so we're not all in agreement of putting that lady back on at the beginning of the video about condom safety? If you remember back, <laughs> back in the days, the VHS tapes where you had that lady come on at the beginning for about right? five minutes. <laughs> yes, right? That's old school. Condoms. Anybody remember? <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I, I have, um, I have uh, some VHSs out there, believe it or not. <laughs> There's some Sarah J VHS out there. Yeah, I, I think I missed out on that. <laughs> Uh, that, oh, that, girl, that, you missed you you missed out on it by about nine years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so that that's that's now showing my age because if if you remember that back in the day, there used to be this lady that would come on at the beginning of every video, and you thought that the video was starting, and and you know you pop the video in, this lady comes on, and you're like, this certainly can't be the movie, and she's certainly not the star, and she's sitting at a desk. I mean, it's like one of those cheesy like backgrounds, and she like talks about. Yeah condom use and fantasy versus reality and she goes on for like five minutes and then it, your video starts but usually everybody used to fast forward past that but yeah we're all good but <laughs> i'm fun. showing my age now <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness so you know if this law does pass and i guess in a way and, and how would it affect you and what do you think will happen and i think Siri kind of touched on it a little bit but with the adult entertainment industry, do you see a mass exodus from California? Do you see them moving out, or do you just see a lot more underground type of productions and companies that pretty much are, you know, the smaller companies that are going to be pretty scared to, you know, run afoul of the law, and it'll be more or less like larger corp companies doing. The, you know, I, th uh, I think, you know, a fair amount of company. Well, some companies have already moved to Vegas. I think if this law passes, a few more will. I think most companies, especially smaller ones, um, are going to just go underground. And then there will be, you know, maybe some of the largest, most easily targeted adult companies w will probably 
um, comply with law because they're the, they'll be the easiest targets for you know law enforcement to go check for condoms on set. <laughs> <laughs> but I think by and large, it'll a lot of shoots will just go underground. And personally, it'll affect me because if if I wake up one day and the majority of the shoots that I'm offered are condom required and I don't have a choice, then I will be working a lot less often because my body can't take all that sex with a condom. Like, I just can't handle that much friction. It's, it's, not, it's not good for me. And for me, I, you so know, I agree completely. Less of me, yeah. I agree completely with what Siri said. Like, I think that there's a lot of companies that are going to go underground. I think some companies are going to move to Vegas. Some companies are going to move to Florida. Um, and, you know, I think some companies are just going to buckle down and get their licensing fees and comply and do all that stuff. But me personally, I have no idea how it's going to affect me, honestly, because I, you know, I'm a producer as well, and I produce mostly out of Florida, but also out of L.A. and out of Vegas. And, um, yeah, like, my my personal feeling is that if it passes, you know, for Cal OSHA, because that's just Cal OSHA, all the rest of the other states have their own OSHAs too, I feel like it's going to eventually just go across the board, you know, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't think that moving is going to necessarily help it in the long run. But it's a lot of it. People are just going to do what they do anyway. They're going to, like I said, I'm going to do whatever I want with my vagina. I'm telling you this right now. It's mine. Right. Well, <laughs> HF, <laughs> and that's true, Sarah, because AHF, which is you know behind the bill, they've already stated that they have the same, pretty much everything in place to put the same kind of law into action in Las Vegas. So even yeah. if the industry did have some sort of mass exodus to Las Vegas, the same thing would happen there. Yeah. In time, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think there's really any getting away from it. It's just, it's going to be one of those things that either they enforce or they don't enforce. And them enforcing it is going to be super hard, by the way. Like oh, yeah. having condoms yeah. going. Having condom police going around to all the sets where they think people... Well, the first problem is that you're supposed to get a permit to shoot, but nobody ever gets a permit to shoot. So how are they going to know that people are shooting <laughs> if nobody's getting right. a permit to shoot, right? They're, they're just going to have to go on like Twitter and hearsay and stuff like that to find out. The condom police are going to have to go on Twitter to find out who's shooting so they can go and make sure everybody's wearing their rubbers. That's so crazy to me. Doesn't that sound crazy to you? It's, it's all nuts. It's completely bad. It's a little 1984. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like, if you've read that, but, like, you know, it's a little 1984. Like, the condom police are going to bust into your much. porn shoot and, and inspect, inspect your, your dick to make sure that it, you, you're wrapped up. It's, Come it's on, big now. brother. Oh, they'll know, Sarah. They'll know. I know, right? <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, though, when you do come on to a porn set now in L.A., not all of them, but certain porn sets, a good majority of them, it's like, turn your phone off, no tweeting until after the set. Uh-huh. And that's why, because they don't want the, like, condom police to come and bust them. <laughs> They're going to start collecting phones at the door now. So that's pretty much how No, like, seriously. Like, I'm, I wouldn't... 
it would not surprise me if companies that all don't already do that. Yeah. Oh wow. A few more questions for you ladies here. It's been such it's been such fun. I'm glad now we've got longer time to talk about this because we we had the old 30 minute show, we would have like ran out of time a long time ago, but a few more questions for you ladies here. And one of which which has been on my mind lately. There's been over the last few years, of course, a whole bunch of quote unquote celebrity sex tapes. You know, those who are making their own tapes, calling themselves adult stars or making tapes and then quickly disassociating themselves from everything that they did on camera. Um, And I'm not going to use the example of the person that did that. (laughs) But as an adult entertainer, do you take it more as an insult when this type of thing occurs, or does it help to attract more people to maybe find your work and you don't mind that instant rush of celeb adult stars? Um, I don't don't think that there's any way that, you know, someone watching – one of these recent celebrity sex tapes would like, I don't see that a fan who would be drawn to watch that would somehow find my work in connection. Cause there's nothing that would connect what? me to that. Wait, um, but they might be watching like some porn and might come across, you know, maybe they might be interested and might go online for some more, might come across you. It, it could happen. I'm, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it could happen. Well, I think, but a rare case, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I have, like, strong feelings about it, to be honest with you. I've been asked this question before, and I definitely have strong feelings about it. My problem that I have is that they, these celebrities are using <laughs> our industry to gain more fame and more celebrity, but then denouncing our industry. Right. So yeah. I get really, really irritated about that because – if you're going to go ahead and use my industry as a stepping stone, that's cool. Like, I don't even have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with the fact that you don't want to really be a porn star. You just let out one tape. That's fine. But do me a favor and don't be like, oh, my God, I don't know how it got out. Like, that was so bad. And draw this negative light and negative attention to it. No, you know what? Embrace your sexuality. Say, yeah, like, me and my dude, we made this tape. And you guys want to see it. Like, cool. You know, like... Make it so it's something kind of normal because there's plenty of people out there that have videotapes in their bedroom and videotape each other and enjoy it and enjoy watching themselves. And there's plenty of people that enjoy porn, and there's nothing wrong with any of that. Help us remove some of this stigma. You know, if you're going to go ahead and use our industry as a stepping stone, you're going to go ahead and take some money away from everybody involved because if a production company is paying you for your sex tape, that's some budget that could have gone to somebody else that's a real porn star. So if you're going to go ahead and <laughs> yeah. use, use some of our industry's finances, which I have no problem with, don't be negative about our industry. You need to, you need to help us. Like, you need to use your celebrity and your little 15 minutes of fame that you're feeling to help us. Like, we are not a liked industry. You know, there's plenty of people that are against us. And if you can make people feel a little bit better about watching porn and make people feel a little bit better about being freaky in the bedroom and, you know, having sex in the shower or make people feel better about, like, having, you know, group sex with a couple girls or whatever or having a big dick or having a small dick or, you know, like, hey, this is regular people do this too. You know, like, I just don't think it should be a negative thing. Draw some positive light to it. It really irritates me that they always make it out to be some negative, like, 
oh, my God, I had to to make this money, or, you know, he taped me and I didn't know, or, you know, yeah. the tape stolen, and it's like this whole big, like, negative thing. You know what? Why don't you just make it positive? Like, yeah, we made this tape. We thought you guys might want to see it. Like, <laughs> we we thought we looked good fucking. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh my I, yeah. I I have nothing to add to that. I 100% agree with Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it just it really irritates me because like I kind of think the sex tapes are kind of cool. You get to see real. I mean, I've never really watched one to be honest with you, but I think the concept's kind of cool. You get to see real people that you see in a totally different light having sex. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. But like, let's make it a positive thing. Like, why don't you make? Why don't these celebrities make it like a gift? Like. You know, they, they, why don't they treat it like they treat their baby pictures? Like, oh, we're going to allow you to have one of our baby pictures. You know what? Fuck that. I don't want to see a baby picture. I want to see how I'm getting it on. <laughs> so you want to see what led up to that. Right. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> love it. I love it. Now, speaking of celeb sex tapes, now, of course, when you have two beautiful ladies here, such as I have here tonight in Syria and Sarah J., of course, a lot of guys are going to want to know, um, of course, your hot list or celebrities that you're digging right about now. Who actually makes your list, and would one of these people be perhaps someone who you and your fantasy would like to do maybe a scene with if it were possible and you had that wish? I don't want to do a scene with any celebrity because scenes are not as enjoyable as regular sex. But if I was to have sex with a regular celebrity, I would say that I've probably hit everybody on my list already. Well, okay. Wow. I'm you jealous. don't care to elaborate or share on that anymore? <laughs> no, not at all. We've got time. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Don't kiss and tell. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fucking tell. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. I haven't had sex with any celebrities on my on my wish list. <laughs> well, Damn hang it. out with me a bit longer, and maybe we'll start crossing some of those names off. Uh, so my 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 big three are. Well, I already mentioned Jennifer Lawrence. She's a big one for me. Um, I especially since she cut her hair off because I fucking love girls with short hair. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and also Kesha. I I just I used to watch. She had that show on MTV that was like a reality show, and it, mm-hmm. she's just the shit. And I feel like she should be my best friend and also have sex with me. <laughs> and and uh, Paul Rudd. Wow, <laughs> Paul that's Rudd. so interesting. That man just that's gets nice. me going. Nice. Wow. Paul Rudd. <laughs> that's like the last person I would expect, but Paul Rudd. I know it's totally random, but you know what? I I saw I saw I Love You Man, um, like a year after it actually came out, and I'd never really paid attention to Paul Rudd. But when I saw that movie, I just like died for it, and I've just had the biggest crush on him since then. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and who did you say was on your list again, Sergey? Um, everybody. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> trying to get a name. I tried. I tried. There's no there's no bloggers on that list, is there? Uh probably. <laughs> I probably I probably had sex with some bloggers. <laughs> I was 
trying to get my name in there, but ouch, my pride. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tell you. Yeah, so when I see you when you come here to Chicago, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hurt twice tonight, I tell you. So, yes, I, I do believe now. I definitely deserve like a... Uh, you're going to have to wait until the team DJ event, and then you're going to have to get your ticket. But I told you I'd give you a line pass. It'll take away 100,000 pieces. So you're going to skip 100,000. I'm trying here, America. If, 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 Sir, you got to help me here. Somewhere along the line. I, mean, I don't know. Either one of you, if you're ever in Chicago, <laughs> looking just to be the first one in line, just for you know, just to practice one before you go on to five hundred thousand. I mean, you got to practice uh, and do stuff like that. You have to stretch. So yeah. stretch and warm up, little warm up, little warm up exercises. Yep, got to do a little warm up. Are you trying to tell us that you're a little warm up? Because that's not probably something you want to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it would be like, you know, maybe a preview of a sm- – uh, never mind. I've, I've tried. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep talking about this after the uh, show tonight. But, uh, yes, you got to help me out, America. So, you, you you know, you either get on Twitter and you talk to either Sarah or Siri and you tell them Navarre comes first. That's about it. thought there was love here. But thought first got to tell me happy birthday because my birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, oh, damn. Happy thing. birthday, Siri. Yes, I have that on my here. Happy <laughs> birthday. Any big plans for tomorrow? Um, No, not really. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a big partier, so I'm just going to take it easy. I think I'm going to go see Maleficent, but other than that, no plans. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. I heard it wasn't very good, but I was wanting to see it, too. I, you know what? I think I'll enjoy it. It. I don't know. I don't have any expectations. <laughs> I'll probably the like way, it. That's probably the best way to see it. That's, that's, that's the way to be going it with low expectations. That's how I always go into movies with. <laughs> Pretty much. And so I try to I'm approach going, everything like that. That way when it's, you know, surprises you, you're extra surprised. Yep, see? That's true. The only yeah. movies I watched with without low expectations were the Harry Potter movies. Now, I've seen something but, on the But I'm a here. huge nerd, and I read all the books, so... Yeah, and I was going to say, are you ladies actually looking forward to the Fifty Shades of Grey movie? I don't I didn't read the book. I haven't read the yeah, books, I, don't I don't even know about like, it. <laughs> I don't know. All these normal girls tripped out about that book. I didn't read it because I figured if normal girls are tripping out about it, then it shouldn't probably phase me. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's, That's a really good, good point. I was going to say, yeah. I don't think you, you guys would be the exact too... same thing, Sarah. I was just yeah, paying attention to the, the fans of the book, and the fans of the book look like librarians and bank tellers. <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking, not saying that librarians and bank tellers aren't freaks, but I'm just saying I might be a little bit more experienced. <laughs> you know, I was, I was actually going to say that probably will mean nothing to the both of you because pretty much at that point, yeah, that's you know. <laughs> and I had a pool ball the, in my pussy. I think I think I'm on the advanced course. <laughs> there you go. Wow. I, I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> this is why I like having you guys. That's why Sarah has been here three times. That's why Siri has been here two times, and hopefully they will be back even more. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so what latest projects, because I know there's going to be a lot, and for those of you at home that 
follow Siri, that follow Sarah. I don't know who wants to start. We can flip for it. But what latest projects should we look forward uh, to seeing you guys in? What are you doing right now? Where can we see you? Go ahead, Siri. Oh, okay. Uh, mine's pretty easy. I have a lot of really fun stuff in the works. Um, I just can't talk about any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so so all I can say is there's some really, really cool stuff that I'm shooting this summer that will be releasing in late summer slash early fall, and it's all still top secret. <laughs> but I promise you, you there you go. So you can't tell them about our movie? Exactly. Top okay. secret. <laughs> 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 now people are going to be wondering, is she doing a movie? Nah. Well, you'll have to find out come fall. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and I want to make sure, even before I get this wrong, and you can correct me, with Siri, and this is why I'm, I left this toward the end, because there's a lot that these ladies do that, I do research for the show, just for a little, um, just to clear the air here. I do research for the show. I swear, this was the longest part because I was going through to look at everything that they were doing and that they've done. This took me so long, and I don't think I've ever had, because I'm prepping for two here. This is a threesome tonight. But prepping <laughs> for two, especially these two who are, I think, the busiest in the business. Of course, with Siri, you can find her on the web at SiriPornStar.com. On Twitter, it's at SiriPornStar. On Instagram, it is SiriPG. Where else are you at That uh, besides, like, in the store window at Macy's and wherever you want to be? The the other main, like, the big one that I am promoting is OfficialSiri.com, which is my – it links to my blog – and also my store where I sell autographed DVDs. I've got a lot of DVDs that I'm in that I sell autographed, and I have T-shirts and posters and 8x10s, and I sell my panties. So a lot of fun things there. Now, are you going out on the road anywhere? Can we find you in our humble abodes anytime soon? Or will you be out there in Cali at the seeing the movies. Well, you can catch her at the movies tomorrow. She might go to the movies, so you might see her out there, too. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you which theater. You'll just have to yeah, check yeah. each one yeah. in Southern California. <laughs> not telling you the uh, time. <laughs> yeah, so just Siri, SiriPornStar.com and OfficialSiri.com and and that's it for now. Um, I'm not I'm not making it out to July, uh, the Exotica July in Chicago, unfortunately, so for the foreseeable future, I don't have any convention plans until, you know, until like ABN this year because that's the soonest one. The weather's now good here in Chicago. It's not cold anymore, Siri. You can come out here and you can visit us in your Chicago. <laughs> I I would if I weren't completely, you know, full. My calendar is full because I'm shooting uh, pretty much the entire month of July. One of these big top secret projects I'm working on. Can't tell you about it. <laughs> and what about you, Sarah? <laughs> I said, and what about you? Ooh, wow. Um, well, uh, I am spending a lot of time producing content right now. Um, I've got 
some web projects and DVD projects that I'm working on. Um, and I also have an online store that we're forever updating with all that wonderful things, um, DVDs, posters, 8 by 10 pictures, panties, clothes, uh, all that good stuff. So it's, it's like Sarah J. Grand Central, and that's sarahjvideos.com. And, of course, my website, which is part of the VNA network that Siri and I are both on. And mm-hmm. my website, I update it twice a week, so I'm constantly shooting for my website. Um, my website, sarahj.com, I've had for 12 years. It's a pretty long time. I've got... <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of um, I've got a lot of members and lots and lots of content on there. I think I have maybe over forty thousand pictures, over five hundred scenes. Insane. Yeah. So my site's um, pretty pretty much a you know snippet of my career, like a portfolio, if you will, or a resume. You know, um, I have spent a lot of time on it and I, I work real hard on it. But in addition to that. Um, I also have a pretty good YouTube page. Um, my YouTube page has gotten uh, over a million views, and it's um, it's great because I get to be funny and com. You know, comedy is like one of those things that I've always wanted to do, and it allows me to do that with my clothes on. So people that are maybe a little bit less familiar with um, porn and with Sarah J as a porn star, they've been able to, like, stumble upon me as, you know, somebody that's pretty funny and doing skits and stuff. So I I really like doing that a lot. It's been a lot of, a lot of um, effort trying to come up with different skits and write them and edit them and shoot them and all that stuff, too, so... I spend a lot of time on that. I also, um, you know, I do phone sex and I do sex messaging and um, all those fun things as well. Because I definitely, I enjoy seeing contact with my fans. And I, one of the things that I've always enjoyed about being in porn is exploring sexuality. And, you know, I've explored my sexuality quite a bit. But I like to explore other people's sexuality, too. So, you know, when I talk to people on the phone and they, you know, want me to role play their fantasies or, you know, they want to tell me a story of something that happened to them or whatever, I really get into it because it entertains me. <laughs> you know, like, I'm, 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 like, really entertained by what gets people off, you know. So I really, I really like talking to the fans on um, – you know, these different venues and different ways that we can, you know, have communications with them. And and you bring up a good point here, and for the both of you ladies' question, you really, I've seen as a fan, and I've been a fan of not only the both of you, but the industry as a whole. It's an industry in which you see a lot of people come and go quickly. And for this, you talked about your love of that, do you definitely, and I guess for those who are thinking about coming into the industry, those who are newbies into the industry, because, you know, especially for you, Siri, now you got a couple of years under your belt, and Sarah, you got a, you know, a couple of years under your belt, do you have to really, I say a couple, <laughs> you're a newbie too, <laughs> still a newbie, <laughs> do you have to really love what you do? Because there's a lot of people, like I said, that come in, they're there, and they're gone. And by the time you turn around, you know, you see their Twitter page, you're like, oh, I'm retiring now, I'm done, see ya. And you're like, well, what the heck, I was just starting to 
find out about you, and they're gone. And it's kind of like it's you almost think that they didn't really have a you know a, a joy in what they were doing. Do you have to really have you know a zest and a love for what you do? You know, in this industry, I guess to of course. Here. Yeah. Of yeah. course you do. I mean, not just in this industry, but in any industry, people have a tendency to put our industry like on a pedestal or separate from any other industry. When really, with the exception of the fact that we have sex and sex is the product, our industry is the same as any other industry. There's plenty of people it's that get business. into radio. Yeah. Or, there's plenty of people that get into radio or media and they realize it's not for them and back out after six months. You know, there's plenty of people that get into nursing and start nursing school and are like, whoa, this is too hard. I don't want to do this and quit. You know, so it's kind of the same same type of thing. You know, our industry is an industry that allows uh, people to be involved without having a college degree or a specific amount of education. There's not really a whole lot of skill set that's learned. I mean, sex is something that we all do. There is a few, like, nuances that you have to do to be a porn star. But for the most part, it doesn't require a lot of education. So it's not something that requires a lot of preparation. And a lot of times people don't realize what they're getting into. You know, yeah. they don't well, know how it's going to react. Plus, it also, because of what we do, um, it affects people on a moral level, emotional level, personal level, social level. And sometimes once that whole thing, the ball, the ball starts rolling, it really gets out of control for people and they don't like the way people are responding to them, they don't like the way their family is responding to them, they don't like the way they feel about themselves. And it's not, you know, we're dealing with young people, so this is not necessarily like something they've experienced before and maybe they have a hard time judging, prejudging how they're going to react to this career. Yeah, I think a fair amount of the time that is that is part of some some people's decisions, but I always say that it's it's really easy, especially if you're a girl, it's super easy to get a start in porn. If you are relatively attractive, you have a clean test and a pulse, you can get work in porn. The question is, will you still be here after 6 months? Will you still be getting work? Most girls don't still get work after 6 months. The average career is like 6 months to a year. Wow. You know, I mean, a new girl starts every day, and mm-hmm. and there's only, like, 150 to 200 of us that continually work on a regular basis, you know, mm-hmm. and, and are continually actively performing. Um, yeah. So it's not a huge group of people, and it's it's it really isn't for everyone. And, yeah, some people are attracted to this because they think it's easy money, and they figure out pretty quickly that it's really not. <laughs> it's not easy, but it's not money that you have to be educated or have a skill, but it's definitely right. not easy at all. It's, it's and honestly, for, one in, of the hardest parts of, um, is social change. Yeah. Why, why wasn't I mean, this at my career the, day? <laughs> right. When I, when I go out in public, I mean, forget like with a, a partner. When I go out in public with a group of friends, let's say I go out in public with a group of female friends that are not in the porn industry. Like, I don't, ever, I don't hardly ever go out with female friends that are not in the porn industry, first of all, because of this exact reason. Let's say I go out with a group of female friends that are not in the porn industry. All night long, guys are going to be rude to them, smacking them with their camera, going, here, take this picture. Here, take this picture. And our time is going to be interrupted. 
because of the fans and stuff like that and because people are being rude to me and asking me questions. But we will get in the club for free, and we will get our drinks bought all night, but we won't get to spend any, like, good quality time. And so maybe another porn star that would be, like, acceptable because she, you know, takes it as part of her career as well. But when you're with a group of civilians, like regular people that don't get it, it's, it's inconvenient at, at least and rude, you know, at times. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. Like, I see my friends struggle, like, to deal with me being famous with them in public. I'm not even, like, really famous. I'm, like, porn famous, which is, like, it's, like, worse because you're not really famous. And then what you're famous for is something that makes people obnoxious a lot of times. You know, people come up to me and they like, they're like, "Oh my God, it's Sarah J. I jerk off to you all the time." And I'm like, "Yo, is it, we're in the mall at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday, and you just scream the word jerk off." Wow. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I'm with my mom. I'm with my mom. Thanks. <laughs> you know, so I feel, I feel I feel that like you know. There's a lot to be said to, for the people who hang out with us. You know, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Man. Has that happened to you, Siri? Has somebody come along in the mall on Sunday and sent that to you? <laughs> um, I've I've been recognized in public a few times, and the person in, like, those instances, they just say, hey, I'm a fan of your work. <laughs> One time it was Siri. a TSA agent at the airport. That was funny. Um, I, but but generally, I see... I, people don't walk like if people recognize me i kind of know because there's like a certain look that i get but most of the time when that happens they don't say anything so i I actually don't get approached that much (laughs) i swear i was in new york um it was the beginning of spring and i was with uh, my my gay best friend and we were shopping in soho it was like a saturday afternoon bright sunny beautiful day getting a lot of shopping done walking around you know, porn is like the furthest thing from my mind right at this moment. You know, like I'm with my gay, we're we're getting our shopping on. I come out of, I see this couple in the store, and they definitely spotted me. They were fans. They were giggling and cute. They're waiting for me outside the store when I come outside the store. We're on the street on Broadway, like right by Canal, like broad daylight, everything. This girl says, "Can I take a picture with you and my boyfriend? He's a big fan, and you know we really like your stuff." I'm like, sure, no problem. I take a picture with him. They will start walking down the street, and then they stop again and wait for me to catch up. We catch up to them, and the girl looks at me and she goes, you know, I've got a question about anal sex. Can I ask you that right now? Oh, my and God. And I was like, yeah, like, it's it's crazy sometimes. It's, it is crazy sometimes, the things that people say and when they say them. And even though it's crazy and it does kind of annoy me and it's slightly inconvenient, at the same time, I also look at it and I'm like, that's kind of cool that I can make somebody feel comfortable enough to be able to say, like, just the craziest shit to me. Like, that's kind of nice. That's nice, Here's now yeah. the point where you come up and you write that book on all the questions that was ever asked of you <laughs> when you were stopped out in public. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I think people feel comfortable because you guys feel comfortable with what you do do, but even though it's on camera, but it's kind of like it doesn't translate to out in public because, you know, it, it, but I think they think that. It's the public perception. They're like, oh, well, they're, you know, uh, they'd like to do that, so I feel free I can ask, which is actually, I mean, you're not a doctor. No, that's you know, fine. You know, the thing is, yeah. is that 
you know, we have to be considerate of the people around us that aren't yeah. comfortable with themselves. And maybe because we are comfortable with ourselves, we're always thinking about the people around us that are not comfortable with themselves. Like, you know, you try to be considerate. <laughs> wow. People, people are ballsy. They're, they'll ask it no matter who's around, which is... <laughs> I'm never surprised by oh and by the way while I'm on this and while I'm thinking of this and I want to make sure I mention Sarah's stuff Sarah on the web is at sarahj.com on Twitter at sarahjxxx on Instagram official sarahj and of course as she mentioned YouTube sarahjtv um, which all of those you can find her at and of course I mentioned where you can find Sarah at and of course like I said, it's just the same as uh, with Siri. She's also in store windows and doing charity events here and there and just about everywhere else and jumping out of airplanes and everywhere where you can find her. But uh, you can find all of those. I do speaker sports. conventions and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, we got to get our name out. And I feel like, like I said before, it, part of it, our job is to spread the fact that sex is not something we should be embarrassed about. Let's Let's remove the shame from that, like, you know, what, like, besides slut-shaming, let's just not have sex-shaming at all, like. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. We, Siri and I both enjoy sex. We like to have sex with whoever we want to have sex with, and we shouldn't feel bad about that, because guess what? I think everybody else does, too. They just get these, like, moral hang-ups, you know? Yeah, and it's just like it's, you know, a, other countries are a lot more free about it, and I don't know why we are. Do you find, I guess you guys have, you know, have fans from all across the world. Do you find more people, I guess, are a little more, and I guess it's always the same, do you find that the uptightness about it is more here than compared to maybe, you know, other countries that you might have had a chance to go to or visit to or had fans from? I mean, each country is different, you know, and I can't say that we're worse or better because each country is different, you know. Um, a lot of European countries are obviously a little bit more sexually open than we are in a lot of ways, but at the same time, they're also socially more closed, you know. Like, they have different socioeconomic structures, and, you know, even though they might find it okay to fist somebody. Like, that might be perfectly normal. Like, going on a date with a black man might be totally not. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, everything's different. It's like when you start going, when you start traveling and stuff, there, you just realize that there's no box. There's no box. You can't pigeonhole anybody. You can't stereotype anything. We're, like, all diverse and different and You'll come across anything if you look hard enough. Fantastic. And I guess here in closing, because we've got a few minutes, can you believe that we actually have sat here and chatted for almost 90 minutes, and I'm so appreciative of both of you coming on. And in, I guess here in closing, and we, we talk about the, you know quite a few things here, but with what's down the line for not counting projects or anything else, but looking ahead here toward the end of the year, what would each of you like to accomplish on a professional level at before 2014 is out? Well, my personal, um, and like, I, I hate these kind of questions because like, I feel like there's an answer I'm supposed to give <laughs> and an answer that I want to give. Right. Okay. So, I don't have professional goals, and 
the reason for that is because our profession is constantly changing. The moment that I want to win an AVN award for best director, which I don't, by the way, I could care less about AVN awards. I'm just using that as an example. The moment I want to win an AVN award for best porn director of a DVD series, then they cut they quit doing DVDs. You know, so I don't really have like um, I don't really have professional goals. My goals are um, usually of more of like a, a monetary goal. And uh, more like a personal goal, like I have a really happy, good life. I really, I have made everything exactly how I want it. And if I can maintain that, that would be great. Like that's, that's my number one goal is to maintain my life. Like I love my life the way it is and I would like to maintain it exactly as it is right now. And then also, I would also like to get additional income. So, you know, I have a, a number that I would like to be able to acquire by the end of the year on disposable per month income. And that's my goal is to you know make this extra income every month regardless of what means in the adult industry I do to get it, you know, as far as like the sexting or the phone sex or my website or appearances or feature dancing or whatever. I want, you know, X amount of dollars more every month. That's that's my goal. What about you, Siri? It's a good goal. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm my career is on a really great trajectory right now, and I, I'm really happy with the direction things are moving in. And I, I set pretty short-term goals, and most of my short-term goals that I had set a year ago, I've, I've accomplished, and um, I continue to accomplish those. I mean, one of the main things for me is I just want to keep doing. Um, different kinds of work. I work for most of the major companies now, and I want to shoot more feature and parody films too because I enjoy kind of the acting aspect of that. So for me, that's that's really it, you know, and have fun. <laughs> there you go. Have fun. Having fun is, like, key, you know. Like, uh, it sounds so easy and so, like, elementary, but if you look at most of the adults in the world that have jobs, they're not really having too much fun. And for me, fun is key. Like, why am I working? Like, I don't have a family. You know, I've got my mom and dad I take care of, but I don't have kids or anything like that. So why am I working unless I'm working in order to have fun? So for me, fun is key. I'm trying to maintain this lifestyle that I have of a perfect balance of work and play and making enough money to allow both of those to happen. Fun is what it's all about, and with that, we'll have to close the chapter on this edition of the 401 Lounge. Ladies, thank you so, so much for coming on. I, you know, if there was any, you know, coming back to this, I've been away for a few months, but coming back to this, of course, and having a chance to talk with you guys who have been such, you know, gracious and great guests, and, you know, I know whenever I write and whenever I ask, you ladies always come on, and, of course, I always say it that, you know, Mikasa is Sukasa, and whenever you have anything to discuss, you know that you can always come back through this way. The show and the stage is always here for you, and I I can't thank you enough, and I tell everyone, follow these ladies, support these ladies, don't go to the tube sites, support the ladies and buy it from them. (laughs) And, of course, you can find all that. Yeah. You can go and do all of that through their web pages. You know, it's coming up on midnight here in the Central Standard Time Zone. So, Siri, happy birthday. Wish her a happy birthday on Twitter tomorrow, everybody. Happy birthday, Siri. 
<laughs> and of course, I was going to sing for you. Oh, 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 we've got like two minutes, so we can go ahead and sing. Stage <laughs> yours. I just, I just want like fifteen seconds. You don't have to do the whole Happy thing. Birthday, Siri. So Happy nice. birthday, Siri. Happy birthday, Siri. Happy birthday, Siri. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And then we're gonna, you. we're gonna wait on YouTube for the uh, dance video of that. And, um, <laughs> and, of course, with Sarah, Sarah will be here in Chicago. Sarah, I will see you here in Chicago. I will definitely come out and I'll see you there. when you get here to Chicago. And be there. Sarah, you've and got after the Chicago convention, I will be at the one in uh, Edison, New Jersey, in November as well. There you go. And, Sarah, you have to make your way to here to Chicago sometime before the end of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no way that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just being honest. Like, I don't, I don't get. I'm not like, I'm not um, funded to go to conventions and stuff, and that's way too much for me to pay out of pocket. Um, and and every day that I'm not in Los Angeles, I lose shoots. So I'm all about shooting here and making income rather than spending it to go to a convention where I usually don't make it all back. Unfortunately. <laughs> we'll get her here. Unfor- we'll get her here one of these days. And one of these days. We will do this live with all of us in a studio, actually sitting and talking. <laughs> this, this threesome was fun, but uh, it's not as fun if I can't see it. So, <laughs> but with that, thank you so much, ladies. And like I said, uh, we must do this again. Had a lot of fun. And of course, you can catch this interview, of course, always on Blog Talk Radio. We'll have the link set up on our Twitter page. And, of course, you can now download this, where you always could, you can download this as a podcast off of iTunes as well. So there's no excuse to say that you cannot get this interview. It's an awesome interview. It's one of the best ones we've ever done, one of the best ones I've ever sat through, because I've actually had a chance to have two people here who I truly love and follow. So, ladies, thank you so much, and we will do this again sometime soon. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and thanks so much for joining us here on the 411 Lounge. I'm LeVar, and we will see you next time.